we're on a mission to help women get healthy for good. Join me each week for a new episode that'll help you sustain healthy habits and nourish your body so you can flourish in life. When it comes to nutrition, does it feel like you know what to do, you're just not doing it? Or maybe you find yourself stuck in this annoying all or nothing cycle. If it sounds like I'm reading your diary, well, that was my diary for a while too. And it's also the story of the thousands of women I've personally coached. That's why I created Flourish, the nutrition and body image support app made for women. If you recognize that diets don't work, but just not dieting isn't helping you feel your best either, download Flourish today. Your first live session with one of our credentialed nutrition and psychology experts is totally free, no credit card required. From there, you'll continue your journey with personalized accountability and support so that once you graduate from Flourish, you'll never need another nutrition program again. So head to the show notes and download Flourish for iOS or Android today. You're listening to the Nutritional Freedom Podcast. I'm your host, Claire Siegel, registered dietitian, founder of Nutritional Freedom, and total stationary nerd who's sharing episodes each week to help you ditch diets and get healthy for good. We'll dive into what really works when it comes to creating sustainable nutrition and health habits, ways to improve your body image, and how all of this helps you live a life that's in alignment with your values. Because that's what really matters, right? Let's dive in. Hi, y'all. Welcome to episode 12. I was really excited when this episode, we we as a team brainstormed, you know, topics and things that we want to share with y'all. And this topic came up and I was so excited because this is an idea that we share pretty early on in our foundations program. And it inevitably shows up in our kind of 12-week end of the program um, assessment. And and when we ask our clients to just share their experience in the program, this idea that you can't hate yourself healthy comes up nearly every time. It's one of those ideas that it's so simple that you're like, oh my God, your mind just gets blown the first time you hear it. And yet a lot of us are out here trying to hate ourselves healthy. All right. So I'm going to get a little personal and and share, you know, kind of what this journey looked like for me because, you know, I, I think it can be helpful. I think it can, if you're someone who's here trying to hate yourself healthy, you might hear a little bit of yourself in, in my story and hopefully that kind of opens some something up for you. All right. So in episode two, which is, I believe, still our most listened to episode to date, I shared my food and body story. And I explained how I used to view health. And what I shared in that episode, and I'll kind of review it here, is that, you know, I thought about food and exercise. First of all, I thought about them all the time. And I really thought that they were the only factors at play when it came to health, at least for me, right? You know, I I, I think I could recognize at that time, it's hard to remember exactly, but I think I could recognize like maybe for other people that other stuff mattered. But for me, it was like all food, all exercise. And truthfully, when I thought about health, I was really only thinking about my body size, right? I had 
so conflated those two ideas, my weight and my health, that in my mind, they were literally the same thing. If I gained weight, I was becoming less healthy. And if I lost weight, I was becoming more healthy. Trust me, I never stopped to think about my mental health, my emotional health, whether my healthy habits were actually healthy habits. I had this super simplistic view of what health meant, especially like for me. And when I was making those food and exercise choices to change my body size, it never, ever came from a positive place. I would restrict food because I so badly wanted to change my body and to change my weight. And listen, like, I don't think that wanting to change your body is always some hugely negative thing that's like grounded in self-loathing. I think that would be a, a grave assumption. Okay. I think it's possible to both like yourself and to like your body and still have days or moments when you wish to look differently. Right. That's something I experience regularly now. That's sometimes just part of life. Right. But for me at that time, it was grounded in self-loathing. And I really had this kind of assumption almost subconsciously that I could only love myself as a whole, as a person, if I were thinner. I thought I would finally be worthy of love, worthy in general, if I were in a smaller body. So I would restrict food to make that happen or I'd restrict food out of punishment when I thought I ate too much, or I'd exercise to shrink myself, or I'd exercise in reaction to what I perceived as overeating. Now I know I wasn't really overeating. My body was compensating for that caloric restriction, but you know that's, that's how it played out at the time. And this was me trying to hate myself healthy. And you know, here's the thing. I lost weight. I'm not going to lie. I lost weight at least for a period of time. <laughs> for a period of time before, you know, all the underlying mechanisms kicked in. But here's the other thing. Because of those hateful thoughts that motivated the weight loss and the behaviors required to prompt it, I didn't even enjoy the journey there. And guess what? When I stepped, I remember I stepped on the scale and I hit my goal weight and I still hated my body. I still did. I remember stepping on the scale. I can like vividly see it in my mind. I know the apartment I was in. I remember I hit my goal weight and I was like, but I'm still fat. And that was not okay with me at the time, right? I thought I must need to lose more weight so that I could finally feel happy, so that I could finally like myself, so I could finally be worthy of my own love and of love from others. And listen, if you could hear the thoughts that were going through my head to motivate these quote-unquote healthy habits, right, my quote-unquote healthy eating and exercise, you would know that they were anything but healthy. And at this point, you know, where I stand today, I cannot believe I ever let myself talk to myself that way. I would never today let anyone talk to me the way I talked to and about myself at that time because I have way too much self-worth and I value myself way too much and I'm way too freaking awesome. 
But the truth is I was awesome then. I just didn't see it. I was so preoccupied with what I now recognize as this attempt to hate myself healthy or to, Brene Brown says, um, hustle for my worthiness, right? So that's what I want you to think about today. I want you to ask yourself and and be willing to, to give yourself an honest answer. In what ways are you trying to hate yourself thin or hate yourself healthy? This could look like, you know, something along the lines of like shaming yourself after you eat too much, right? Or saying mean things to yourself about your body while you exercise. Have you ever had that experience? Maybe you go into a workout class and you're feeling good, you're feeling positive, you're feeling proud of yourself, and then you catch a glimpse of yourself in a mirror and like that, you are in a negative self-talk tailspin. You feel ashamed of your body. You feel like you don't belong there. That is such a hateful way of going through this journey, okay? And listen, like deciding not to hate yourself doesn't mean that you've given up on weight loss or your health or like yourself in general. In fact, I really think it's quite the opposite. People really confuse the meaning and the emotion behind self-acceptance. I'll hear things like, well, how can I accept myself if I'm in a body that I don't like, right? So self-acceptance gets confused for giving up or letting yourself go or settling. That's not it at all. Self-acceptance is not complacency, right? Complacency is complacency. Apathy is apathy. Self-acceptance is neither one of those things. And in truth, self-acceptance can be the first step in a really positive journey towards better health, right? Because like I mentioned in episode two, health is not just food and fitness. It has breadth and depth that spans so far beyond that. And while there are inputs to our health that we can't control, there are also lots of things that we can, and and that's our, our health behaviors. And here's the thing about practicing healthy behaviors. Practicing healthy behaviors, honestly, just kind of looks like taking really great care of yourself, (laughs) eating nourishing meals, moving your body in a way that feels good to you, managing your stress levels, getting good sleep, spending quality time with the people that you love. And It's really hard to take great care of something you hate. I'm going to say that again. It's really hard to take great care of something that you hate. It's so much easier (laughs) and much more enjoyable to take great care of something you love, accept, and respect. Okay? Maybe the title of this episode was a little bit overly simplified. I guess maybe by some metrics, you could hate yourself thin or even healthy, but why would you want to? Why would you want to do that to yourself? Why would you want to create that mental environment for yourself? You've got to live in this brain and this body right now, no matter what your goals are or where you're going. So why not enjoy it right now? And can you envision a world in which enjoying it right now actually helps you 
get further and experience more growth and more progress and more living in alignment with your values than if you were to hate yourself the entire journey there. If you were to restrict, if you were to punish, if you were to self-loathe, if you were to guilt, if you were to shame. I suppose could hate yourself healthy, but why would you want to? You don't have to do that to yourself. All right. Now, if you want to explore what it means to redefine your approach to nutrition and your health from a true place of self-care, of self-acceptance and self-respect, then I'm going to encourage you to apply to our foundations program. So we only enroll four times a year and I'm holding discovery calls through the month of June or until we fill up the program, um, which starts in July. So head to nutritionalfreedom.co slash programs. You can read more about the foundation's experience, how it works with our one-on-one coaching, our group coaching, our amazing community, and of course the curriculum, that's the backbone of the experience and start to learn if it's a fit for you. Okay. That's what the discovery call is, is for. I'll learn more about your goals, learn more about your story, and really we'll just work together to kind of decide is, is this a fit or not? Do we want to keep working together or not? All right. So if you like this episode, please leave us a rating and a review or share it with a friend who can benefit from a more loving approach to her health. Have a great rest of your week and I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you.